He's killed nobody. Killed Alec, one person. Al, well, Alec Baldwin has killed as many people as Omicron. <laughs> It's time now. You now that the bread knife has given me four minutes. Well, she gave me two, but I ate yours. Now it's Christmas. How are you feeling? <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like Christmas. We're on the December sixteenth now. Seventeenth. I well, we're almost there. So, December seventeenth, and because I've had this penciled in my camera f- since um, September the first, because I've been counting down the days until I have more time off so this is i am what time is it now five to one i am an hour and a half into my christmas holidays on the wow. 17th of december i'm not even thinking it about holidays. i don't have to go back to it until the 11th of january so i have got 23 days off which is just short three and a half weeks do you off. get paid i do i do that but let me tell you this is it <laughs> is it worth it is it worth it, all this, um, all these holidays and stuff? Because, well, I, I've been telling you, haven't I? Yeah, yes, you have. Because you, when, so when let you, her rip. When, well, well when you're not working for yourself, you don't have a hand in who you work with, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you really don't, and that that leaves you open to working with some right. Three and a half weeks off you got. Yeah, I know. Three weeks and two days. And mm-hmm. and do you know the thing. The thing about it is, when you don't get to choose who you work with, and you work with a fucking maniac, for that three three weeks and two days, you're thinking, fuck, I've got to be back with that cunt in January. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be... And that, that, I was, I was thinking mind. that, I was thinking that in, um, in July. Do you remember when we cycled out to... Enoshima to see the sailing for the Olympic yeah, sailing. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was July, and I was thinking, God, I've got five weeks before I'm back with that cunt. <laughs> yeah. So you can't relax, basically, is what you But saying. I can this, well, I can now. Well, I, I, I want re- I, I am relaxed because I don't let him bother me. But, and yet here we are, and it's almost one o'clock, and I'm going to give you three minutes to rant before I'm going to say anything. Right, all right. So off you go. Right, well, last last week, no, on Tuesday, all the management were called in and me and him went into office and sat down. And I went in first and I was sat near window. And the fella said, oh, Darren, you sit by the door, <laughs> just in case. So I was like, well, that's a bit weird. Here's an axe. So I sat down by the door. And then he come in and sat down, and then there's these three fellas, three Japanese fellas, sat in front of us, who were the bosses. And he and he said, "Right, what are your grievances?" And uh, silly bollocks go. He went first, right? And he, he he fucking lost it. He he completely fucking lost it in Japanese. So I, I'd, because I I only have to do these little tiny things to really piss him off. So. When he decided to start, I turned my chair slightly towards him so I could watch him. And off he went, and he fucking went bananas for about five minutes. And then he stopped. And then these three fellas were sort of speaking to him softly. Saying, look, you're going to have to calm down a little bit. And he was just looking down. And um, he wouldn't make eye contact with them. And then they'd say something, and off he'd go again for another 
two or three minutes going fucking crazy. Whoa. Now, what he didn't know was, the week before, I'd gone in for a meeting with him, and as soon as I sat down, the boss from this other place, as soon as I got my ass cheeks on the seat, he said, please don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> so this fella is trying his damnedest to get me fired. It's not going to happen. So all I've got to do now is just do the smallest things to annoy him. And what he doesn't realise is... That you're good at it. <laughs> well, you don't... Somebody else doesn't make you angry. The weather doesn't make you angry. Your kids don't make you angry. You make yourself angry, it's, don't you? Yes, it you is. You do. It's, it's your own choice. And, yeah. and he's put in a scheme at work that has made... It's, it's built to make me fail, right? And when I do fail, it annoys him. But the management know this, and they know what he's doing. But obviously they're on my side, but they won't say anything to him because they know that he's unhinged. You can't criticise him or tell him what to do. Mm. He won't listen. So I was just sat there watching this show... Anyway, after after about 15 minutes of this spectacle, that's all I can say, fucking spectacle, um, the uh, the second in command, he said, just stand up, Darren, and leave. And I said, well, I've got all this I want to show that we can... And he said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and they, they ushered me out. <laughs> the game's over. <laughs> the game's up. So it started at three. I were out of the door at 3.15. I left the school at four, and he was still in there. Sat down, just looking down. As he, he was like a like a kid getting chastised. Uh. He's thirty eight year old. So I've I've never I've never worked with somebody who who would get so het up mm. about nothing. Is that my three minutes? Yeah, you got your right. Three okay, minutes down, yeah. okay. So what do you think? Well, um. I just can't believe it. It just—it sounds like something out of the Twilight Zone. So it sounds so bizarre. Having uh, lived in Japan for twenty years, I've yeah. encountered some people who, who experienced similar things. But it's very rare to have that here. Uh, th- there's levels of madness here, which I usually encounter, but not that kind of bizarreness. Mm. Um, so when you were telling me this live, because you were mailing me during that process, I said, well, I've, this is a bit weird now. And, <laughs> And I thought you were joking. I thought you were pulling my leg. Uh, of course, I believe you, but obviously. But it, it sounds so bizarre. But then it also sounds perfectly normal yeah, in Japan. In yeah. Japan, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not surprised either, and I'm sorry to hear it. You know, it's, it's not. But it do, the thing is, people people are saying that to me. The the, the management at school is saying, "Look, I'm sorry. You have to you have to go through all this um, stress and anxiety." I says this is this is not stress and anxiety for me. I said I'm from Bradford. I, I didn't say I'm quite enjoying it actually. I didn't say that, but this obviously before me, there's three other members of staff over the last four years that have just left early mm. because it's this summer at that school that's just a bit off, mm. and they've left, and like because I'm sticking with it, they're sort of going pleased. We, you know, we, I don't think we can find anybody else to work with this fucking no-mark. So, well, so th- then, and then the Dutchman in me comes out and says, well, yeah, it's terrible. I feel I feel horrible about this. Uh, is there any way I, I could be monetized? Can I, can I make some cash out of this? 
So the the next day, when I went back in on the Wednesday of this week, I was expected uh, me by myself. I was expected to get taken back in and told what was what had happened, and nothing. Well, that's also Japanese. It's kind of it's, that's done. Uh, we all know what happened. Let's not let's brush that under the, under yeah. the carpet quickly. Yeah. So what what he's done now is he, he, he taught he taught something that is completely in my wheelhouse on um, Wednesday and Thursday, and he fucked it up completely. You know that Aiken test. Yeah, yeah. Now I know that ins- I know that thing inside out, and the, and he doesn't, and he does not get it. So I've put together some powerpoints and techniques to help them pass the test. And I've sort a word I've I've made it I've not sent it yet but I've done a draft. And I had to say to the other two members of staff, read this and can you find any part of it that is going to send him off on a murderous rant before I send it to this snowflake. And they read it and oh, no, it should be fine. And I'll I'll just send it. See what see what he does. He'll turn up with a with an eighteen inch knife. Well, I think that's what I think that's what that's how I'm going to meet my maker. He's probably going to turn. Up, <laughs> he's going to turn up with a big knife, you know, and they'll they'll drag him off to prison and strip him off, and he'll be dressed in a basque and suspenders. He'll be a Rocky He'll be a martyr for us. Yeah, the rest of us. Yeah, but just just the fact that. He makes himself so mad and so angry at a system oh. that he has set up. Is I've never seen anything like it. I mean, that prick that I worked with at the other school before, he was he was just a fucking simpleton. That fella, he he didn't have the balls to stand up for himself, so he used other teachers to do the fight for him. You know, he would say, "Oh." they're all demanding this, this and this and I'm the spokesman for it and nobody was. Mm. Whereas this fella is just angry. He's yeah. a very short, slight man and I think that's that's usually the chip. case. A yeah. chip on the shoulder. Maybe 55, 60 kilos, 5 foot 2, you know, one of them fellas. Well, he's not going to murder you in cold blood, that's for sure. That'd well, be like, he, he, might could, he might come behind me with a big knife or something like that or come at me with an axe. Well, I'm not looking, but it's the only way he's going to get anything done. <laughs> um, it's an extraordinary tale. But anyway. the, th- the three fellas were just looking at him. And, and they were obviously they were wearing masks, but you could see... Because I was watching them, I was looking at him, and he'd go off and I'd just turn to him. And they didn't look at me because they were embarrassed. Mm. But in their eyes, they were just you could see, what the fuck what is going on here? <laughs> what have we missed? <laughs> Yeah. No, it's always a nice, satisfying moment when the Japanese are surprised by something. That's not part of our culture. That's not our behaviour. What are you I, doing? I was, I'd gone into that meeting prepared with things that I were going to say. And after about two minutes, I was just sat down thinking, oh, I don't have to do anything here. Uh, I don't have to do a thing. And I was thinking, if I'd have been 20 years younger, 25 years younger, I'd have jumped in and been all aggressive with it. But mm-hmm. now that I'm 50... I would just sat there going, I don't have to do a thing here. Hand him, hand him an extra shovel. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But the the, th- the thing is, it's um, it was affecting Shima a little bit because she was worried, and that would get into me. But I was saying, well, I've not I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's another thing. The Japanese find it hard to believe that one of their own is a bit odd. Yeah. And I've often seen that. And the these world, are the oddest people in the yeah. world, aren't they? Yeah, but not to each other. So when they do encounter it, yeah, that, that man is not one of us, kind of, they quickly get ostracized. But he's. He, I, I've been in class and he's sort of in class bragging to fifth and sixth graders that he's had lots of girlfriends but he's never been married. So he's basically saying, I get a lot of fucking in, but I'm not married. He's, he's said, he's said. Well, there's a role model for kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then when I when I send him an email pointing out to him that he's not very approachable and bad mannered towards him, he throws a fucking hissy fit, opens my computer, looks at what I've been looking at online, writes down obviously the crypto sites and the V chain sites that I've been looking at, and then takes a photo of my screen and then takes it into the principal and shows him it. So I, 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 I then said to the management, Is this what people do in Japan are they allowed to go into my computer and check to see what I've been looking at and then use it against me and we said well no well there's no society in the world yeah. that we encourage maybe North Korea yeah yeah but this is what you do so, and so those two fellas knew about that point that the bloke actually went into your computers entered your password looked at what you were doing yeah they knew that I told them yeah well I told the other fella the other fella I don't think they'd told the big boss huh. and I told the big I mean he, he speaks really good English I told him I'm like what I said, yes. he goes into my computer and he looks what I've been looking at and I said to him I know I shouldn't be looking at that in school time but I've got nothing to do well if it's not a school what do you mean you're not looking at porn no if you want a break you can look what you want to look well that's what I thought if I'm on a break I'm not in class. Are you not paid for your break? He's not. He's not letting me do any. He's t- he's taken on all the work, so I, I've got nothing to do. Mm. What am I supposed to do? Just sit there and meditate. This yeah. is the bloke who lived in Spain before, right? I think he's come back with some of that Spanish fire. Yeah, but so hang on. So I remember when you, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of Spanish fire. But when he came over, I remember you telling me. Oh, I've got a nice uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice yeah, work on the Because <laughs> if you remember that that woman I was working with, she, yeah, never, she was tough. She never turned up, but yeah, she she, she is the better option yeah. at the moment. Yeah, no, that's hard to believe. But yeah, you are you are encountering some heavy duty unlucky characters there. Maybe yeah. it's the personality I have, I invite it. <laughs> no, I mean we can't choose who we're paired up with in those moments. And I, I in during my days at the junior high, high school, I, I was always paired up with good people, except for the last one. Mm. For two years, I was paired up with with an absolute asshole of a woman. She's bad as this fella? Well, I, no, she wouldn't do that. But I mean, yeah. she was up there, the, uh, my worst experience. Yeah. But I've been quite lucky with it with the others. In fact, very good people. So it, it's unfortunate, it's unlucky, but you can't choose who you're going to be paired with. It would... Like like we said it, 15 years ago it would have really got to me, but now I, I don't care. And especially now I know that the, the people upstairs are on my side. Hmm. I really don't give a fuck now. Hmm. All I've got to do is sit back and let him do whatever he wants and he's just going to walk himself into that hole. Hmm. I don't have to do anything. Hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good news. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, I think that about covers that topic for our listeners. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be thrilled to bits with the latest updates. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, you, you've got... you've that That's the advantages and disadvantages of the, the route I've taken. You know, doing 50% working for myself and 50% working for somebody else. But you're, you've done it the old self-employed way, haven't you? Well, not all of it. I mean, all my work, well, I'd say 50% of my work online is through company. So, so you're not, I mean, you're not working with pricks, are you? No, no, they leave me alone. Yeah. I leave them alone. And I just send them a report at the end of the month. Yeah, no, I, I, I have no contacts physically, <laughs> face-to-face, even with or without the pandemic. I don't meet the, the boss, so to speak. Now, uh, but I will, because next year I've chosen to go back into the same game uh, on uh, Tuesdays. So yeah. I'll be doing six hours consecutively on Tuesdays back in town. And I'm quite looking forward to it. But there's no team teaching. It's just your own, yeah, you're on your yeah. own, which suits me fine. Go in, get out. But um, you see, I, I, I was thinking, shall I go full-time self-employed? But then, look at me, I'm, I'm an hour and a half into a three and a half week holiday and I'm getting paid. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You get sucked into the, the, the holiday teat that covers you yeah. all year round. But Especially this, if you've got third graders. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Well, everybody gets, seems to get sucked into it. I I only left that because I was kind of pushed out. Mm. The five-year rule happened and, and they said, okay, you've got to take a break yeah. uh, for one year. And uh, that didn't really work out anyway. So I said, well, I'll just leave it. But I've got three weeks now. I've got two weeks at the back end of March and then I've got seven weeks in the summer. Hmm. So that's... Uh, yeah, that's hard to give it's up. It's a lot, isn't it's it? hard to give up, yeah. So it's 13 weeks holiday a year, so I'm, you're only working... Paid holiday, yeah. You're only working for 39 weeks of the year and there's a lot of... There's a lot... There's about at least 10 or 12 days extra when you get with national holidays yeah. here, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. No, they're golden tickets, so they're hard to give up. But I kind of look at it as a kind of a poison chalice. Yeah. It's easy to get get in, to get, get yeah, charmed by it. Uh, very hard to get out of it. I know people who've been here for like 30 years, 35 years, yeah. who just can't give up that thing. And, and they've regretted giving up some other jobs or other opportunities. Yeah. But anyway, to each his own, of course. Yeah. So when, it, when, are, you, when are you off, off? I've been off. Can't you smell it? <laughs> when are you off? Off? Uh, <laughs> when are you fucking off? <laughs> uh, I think my last. Yeah, it's slowing down, and I think there's one more, one more little thing online on the twenty eighth or twenty ninth. But that's. I mean, if I don't do that, I don't get paid for those little things, and they're quite easy to do. So I'm not not worried. Are about you working it. Christmas Day? Yeah. 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 Me too. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing, Boxing Day. day. Yeah. 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 I'm, I've got. People people want to get married on Christmas Day. So I've got two, By you. Two, surprise. two weddings in Chigasaki on Christmas Day. So I'll cycle out there, do the wedding bit, cycle back, and then uh, we're, going, we're going to order a bucket of fried chicken from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, right, yeah. Do you want to explain thing. that tradition to people who are listening? I, I don't know how that got started. I have but no idea. Christmas here is a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a genius marketing tool yeah, by KFC. Yeah, yeah. Explain the definition of chicken food uh, of, of Christmas dinners. And KFC. A, yeah, a K, KFC is a bucket of chicken, and that yeah. 
even when you arrived here before me, but that was going on 15 years ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think they must have, the company must have introduced it on TV commercials, Christmas, chicken, and it's stuck with people, and they're still doing it to this very day. All of Japan goes to Kentucky Fried Chicken for their Christmas dinners, family Christmas dinners. And what's with the Kit Kat stuff? I don't know that. Because with Kit Kats, I think it's something to do with Golden Week, isn't it? Because if you look on the Kit Kats during Golden Week, the small bite-sized ones, you can turn the wrapper over. You know where they've got an overlapping wrapper underneath? And it, it says to and from. <coughs> and you can write your name on it. Maybe it's a Valentine's thing. And you can give it backwards and forwards. Yeah. I've... Yeah, I've yeah, time in my life for these things. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, we do. We won't look at that because we'd just fucking and, and eat it, wouldn't we? <laughs> Shove it down. Yeah. yeah, but if you look, that little thing at the back, you turn it over, and there's a to and a from, where you can write your name on it. Hmm. Yeah, and I don't that that were a thing because Kit Kats are popular here, aren't? They? Yeah, yeah, they've got at least twenty different flavors. Yeah, yeah, anything. I saw another flavour the other day which was quite odd. It was uh, oatmeal oatmeal and strawberry flavour. Oh, okay. That's a, in, a, in a Kit Kat. It's quite a particular particular flavour. That um, that website that you were looking at on Facebook, you know, the Shh, don't tell anyone. expats in, British expats in Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from, yeah. I mean, it's all right, but... It's the thing that Brits unite once they go abroad because they're so... Fucking anti-social. <laughs> they, they can only stick with each other. Did you see they were all turning up for uh, some sort of soiree in a British pub in Tokyo? Oh, but it happens all the time. Someone says, let's all go here, and, and loads of people turn up. Yeah, that's the, that's the Brits for you. I've seen it in uh, in pretty much every area I visit in the world. Yeah, that's the local Brits that they tend to gather at that place on this time. Yeah. There, were, there were a thing, there were a, a thing, of, a, like a get together that were posted. It was like ten thousand yen per person. Oh, I think I saw that. Was that was a Christmas? But what do, were it for? It? Oh, I'm sure that they'd line you up with a lot of good food. Somebody's fucking ten thousand yen. Oh, well, there's, there's 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 all kinds of levels of Brits here. I mean, you've got millionaires. You got you got the likes of us. I'm not paying that ten thousand fucking yen. I know, you wouldn't pay that for 70, a wedding, would 70 you? quid. Six, well, 65 quid. There's Fuck a, that. You wouldn't pay that for a car. <laughs> 65 quid to be surrounded by fucking morning fuckers from, from England that are mourning that they can't get back to England because, you know, all the flights are being cancelled and all you're going back to England to do is fucking mourn about when you're going to be flying back. Oh, I thought you were talking about before the pandemic. Well, they were still moaning. <laughs> well, well, they go well, back to England. This is it. I, I, I see this pandemic as a, a perfect excuse for staying away. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, when it said Omicron is blowing up in the UK, when I, I left for work this morning, it sort of put a bit of a smile on my face. Good. Good. Charming. <laughs> it's killed nobody. Alec, Al, well, Alec Baldwin has killed as many people as Omicron. Mm. Yeah? So... So you, you, your heat is a pandemic? So what, what, why, are they, why are they thinking about shutting the, shutting the football down? The pubs down? Well, they the are. Uh, the Premier League will be stopped, right? That It's decided. Why? Because it's killed one person? Well, so far, yeah. 
But what was it? The infection rate this morning was 88,000. I bet the person that died were fat and old. So he deserves it. Or a small. Well, no, I'm just saying it's not affecting the likes of me or you, is it? Well, we're not there. We're in a pretty unique situation here where people... People are already wearing masks. They're wearing masks. They don't, they don't touch each other. They, don't sh- they show no affection to each other. Well, you've got that in common anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I, I don't know. Would you want to go... Would you? Well, I mean, you don't have to go back anymore, do you? But would you want to go back? No. Uh, for nostalgic reasons, maybe once every ten years, but... There are plenty of other interesting places in the world. Yeah. If I would have an opportunity, if I would have a holiday, I'd prefer to go somewhere else. Yeah. I, I know the Netherlands pretty well. Yeah, I would I would not choose to go on holiday in Bradford. <laughs> well, not many people would. No, no. But the only reason I go back there is because my dad's there. Is there but, a Bradford tourist board? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are their highlights? Uh, the local waterworks? Mill, salts Mill... Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's about it. But, well, there's, there's the art. She's in a canal. Well, there's the art stuff, isn't there, with David Ockney and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, no. No, there's, there's nothing. There's <laughs> the Hanging Gardens of Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> but the... Um, City of Lights. It's just... <laughs> I mean, it's just... Even the kids knew from very early on, you know, would you want to come and spend a year here and go to schools in... in no, 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 thank you. And they, and they both look like foreigners in Japan. The Pearl of the North. The prefer it here. Hmm. You know. Well, I know, they, they don't want to go to Bradford because they've seen it. <laughs> they would fit physically. Would you say physically? They would fit in better... In Bradford, because they look they look like the white they look like white people. Oh, but here obviously they look like foreigners. Hmm. But I don't think that comes into the equation here anymore. Not like it did, I suppose, thirty years ago. No, I think you kind of missed that boat, which is good. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, have there been any stories? No, I think any just tears. Jean, when Jean first started at first school. When he was in first grade, this kid from fifth grade started calling him a fucking gaijin and stuff, and he just laughed at him. So that didn't bother him. Oh, all right. That's all there was. It's not good, but that's better than... Uh, I've heard terrible stories of throwing stones and mm. then you know, bullied severely, etc. But th- th- that was sort of 20 years ago. Yeah, I just... just <laughs> I mean, I think if you... If the kid... It's usually... It doesn't matter if you're if you're a gaijin or black going to school in Japan. If you're a knobhead, you're a knobhead, aren't you? And those people get bullied. And I don't think my kids are knobheads. I'm not sure. You don't know, do you? I don't think my kids. <laughs> so are... there's a doubt then. Well, you know, well, just don't know. We've got me as a dad, <laughs> so it's pretty. It's, it's a possibility. I'm his dad. It's good odds that they might be complete pricks, but they seem happy enough, and there's lots of friends that come round every day. So I'm guessing. Obviously, they're not the most popular kids at school, but the I think they're in between us, like I was. No, that's fine. I don't know. Were you a popular kid? No. No, I, I was. At elementary school, I was quite popular, but then in middle school, I wasn't. I was bullied by some. Well, everybody was bullied by this one terrible. 
kid we had in class. Yeah. Who just had to repeat the same year like three years in a row. So he were. And he lot. was like four years older than the yeah. rest of us, and he he took it out on us. Yeah, horrible. What were it? Were he just? Did you just have some shitty parents? I don't know. I never got to the end of that. I mean, I. I'm assuming he, yeah, he probably had. Mm. Uh, I don't know what what was happening at home, but he was, he was always violent with kids, with with teachers. He was just a out of control kid. I don't know what he was doing in that school because it was it was sort of this very decent Christian school that yeah. we were supposed to be in, and all this this these religious lessons we had and and that. So he was totally not into that. Obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he let it be known. I know, yeah, bullies. Well. Now, the other thing is, of course, uh, Champions League. What a fast that draw, wasn't it? Well, we came out better. We're facing Benfica instead of Inter Milan. And what, it was Man United PSG, wasn't it? Yeah, that would have been excellent. And now it's Man United Real Madrid. So PSG have gone. No, it's uh, PSG Real Madrid. So PSG Real Madrid, yeah. So yeah. PSG yeah. are gone, aren't they? Well, but Madrid was furious. It was th- that was the only team. Who did really... they? Who did they get first? Benfica. Benfica, right? Yeah. <laughs> they preferred Benfica to PSG, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But they were very angry. They were gonna. I think that they they were looking into legal avenues of. But then realized, well, how do you? Get were it that? were it Man United the Man United ball that fucked it all up? Now, there were two mistakes. Uh, I think it was Man United wasn't even in the, the group at the right. second draw, and the other one was that uh, I can't remember. The, Two teams couldn't face each other because they'd already had faced Villarreal and Man United. Oh, I thought it was Liverpool. I, I thought Villarreal. What I read was Villarreal had got them in the group game, so they couldn't face them again in the knockout stage. Okay, well that that's the rule. I don't know about those teams. Yeah, but the the thing I were talking to you before we started is why teams cannot face each other in the last sixteen from the same country. Because five of the last nine Champions League finals have been teams from the same country. Uh, so I think it's because they want to keep it, they want to make money. So they're going to try and keep each country as active as possible because it's going to be the English teams who are going to dominate. And they're going to try and get them out all as quickly as possible and have a last team possibly. Yeah. But try and spread it out across Europe as long as possible to, to get the maximum number of audience members. And an interest because it's a money game. There's no, there's yeah. no doubt about that anymore. So I, I think that's what the rule is based on. But Man, Man City have got sport in Lisbon, haven't they? Uh, yeah, I don't know. yeah. That's that's the one for me. Real Madrid and PSG, I'm not really bothered about, but I, would, I think that's that Lisbon sport in Lisbon and Man City will be a good. Game. Yes, yes, yes. Because I've got my my. Uh, one of my students is in Portugal yeah. and he's playing not for Lisbon, he's playing for another team. Benfica. No, no, no. Boa Vista. No, no, no. That's the only three teams. Yeah, well, I've got to check this online. But, uh, uh, but it, he's on loan from Man City. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very odd... He says, oh, he's looking forward to that game. Yeah. But he's going to quit. He, he's, he hates his team at the moment. So, I mean, quit and do what? Go back to Manchester? No, he wants to uh, stay in Portugal for a different team. Right. But he uh, he doesn't get along with his manager. Doesn't, doesn't How like... handsomely is he getting paid if he's playing, if he's out on loan with Man City? Well, I don't know, but he did well when Man City won the cup, won the yeah. 
he still gets cuts out of that. So he get right. He gets a bonus, does it? Yeah, yeah. He's never played a minute. He's yeah. only been on the bench. But well, legally, you're all you're all. It's such a you're all in thing. it together, yeah. aren't you? So he's going to be on at least twenty five grand a week. No idea. I, I I can't ask that. At least twenty five grand a week. Hmm. He's hoping to be selected for the uh, national team for the Doha. Qatar. Yeah. Um, yeah. This the, the highlight of his his the highlight of his career, he said, was scoring against Liverpool. Uh, against Gerard. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he shook hands with him and they said that that was my best moment of my my career so far. How many minutes did he have on pitch? I don't know. I'm not sure. So how old is it if he were played against Gerard when Gerard were playing for Liverpool? I think so. So he he hung up his boots in what twenty eighteen? Yeah. The kid's twenty five, I think now. Right. Yeah. So it must have been one of the last games at season, if you were. Probably. Yeah. Wow. Did he swap shirts with him? No, no. I think he just shook his hands, but he scored a goal against him during the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I pushed. Well, Gene's in that was in that sweet spot where he's decided on which team to follow. Now. Nobody in the right mind is getting up for a nil-nil Bradford City against Colchester, which was <laughs> not even the players. I think which was last week. Even I'm not getting up at two o'clock in the morning for that. So, you, I said it would well go with the Premier League team, and here are the rules: can't be anybody from the south, and it cannot can't be a London team. You've got to choose yeah, a team. South is London, isn't it? Is that not? Yeah, the yeah. South? But then you've got Southampton, aren't you? Well, Brighton isn't, isn't London included in the South? Yeah, yeah. So no London teams and no teams from the South. Oh, London and the yeah. South is a completely different kettle of fish. <laughs> yeah. So is no it? London teams, no teams from the South. All right. Anything north of Sheffield is fine. I said Manchester United and Leeds United. You're not going there. So that basically leaves three teams, doesn't it? And I were, I were pushing him towards Manchester City. I would have liked him to have gone with Manchester City. He hadn't gone with Manchester City, so that leaves Liverpool and Newcastle. Now we're saying Newcastle have been taken over by Saudis and they're going to be huge in about 10 or 15 years. They'll what? Be Earlier than that? Do you think? What if the cash is going to come flowing in like a river? They're going to be buying anybody. If you did, you see the ruling that they had last week. No, you cannot. So, all these overpriced sponsorship deals, they've cut them off at the knees, so they can't do that anymore. So Newcastle and Manchester City were the only two teams in the Premier League that voted for it, and the other eighteen. Said yeah, we're we're for that. So the the Manchester City and Liverpool, Manchester City and Newcastle voted against it because they get all their money from the Middle East, and that's just an endless fucking yeah. barrel of money. Um, and the Premier League said right, well we're not doing it anymore. And Newcastle are so pissed off at the moment because Man City have already done it for the last ten years. Yeah. So I think if they're gonna, if they're going to be a massive team it's going to take them a little bit longer than it took Man City but if you remember Man City won 
the first mate won the FA Cup in twenty eleven. Ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to take Newcastle a bit longer than that. I don't know. Everything's changed so much, and and I, I, I it's difficult to predict how things go these days. Things seem to be moving awfully quick. But you know, when back in the nineties, late eighties, early nineties, I would sit at home and go, look at that Italian league. Why can't our league be as? Because everybody were frightened of the Italian league, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they ruled you. Frightened Europe. to death of it. Spain, Italy, and then I was on holiday in Turkey, and when it really hit me that the English league was going to be better was in '94 when Dennis Burkamp came to uh, Arsenal. Arsenal, and you were thinking, Jesus, that's a fella at the top of his game, and he's coming to England. And yeah, that's he, when it all started to because the Premier League had only been going for two years. Now he was making I remember this uh, sixty thousand pound a week at Arsenal. Yeah, which was at in, that time was, was in ninety four. Yeah. yeah, Jesus. Yeah, and now I don't know. You know it's still a fair wedge, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's it's unbelievable. But I think now, if you look at the, the, those top end players. That will be quite different. When Alan Shearer signed for Blackburn before he went to um, Ten Newcastle, shillings, wasn't it? It was eight grand a week. And you're like, fucking eight grand a week. Yeah, so many pints. <laughs> and then when when um, David Platt went to Barry after uh, after World Cup in Italy, and Samp, he were getting like tw- ten grand a week, and it was back paper ten thousand pounds a week. What? It's nothing. Reserve if players are getting that in the championship. Yeah, these days, yeah. Yeah. Well, but that's the way it goes. That's why it's it's a dirty game. I don't like that at all anymore. But you're not going to refuse the money if you were getting it, are you? No, but that's not the point. You're creating a... It's a sport. It's supposed to be a sport for yeah. entertaining the public. You're making it a very nasty... You know, imagine all the poaching that's going on in, in Africa or in... in, in the, South America, all these kids, out of whatever twenty thousand of those kids, yeah. one is going to make it. But you, you, you're rounding them all up. You're all going to go through these these dreams and hoops. Ah, it's not it's not healthy. Yeah. So, Jean's chosen Liverpool. Hmm. Well, they played uh, Newcastle last night. Three one. Well, I, I I got up at ten to five, went downstairs. This is this is the thing. Went downstairs, set up the TV, put the radiators on. So five o'clock kickoff. I went back upstairs. Right, Gene, it's about to kick off. Came downstairs, got under a blanket on couch, and watched it. And I'm thinking that when I were a kid, <laughs> there's no fucking way my dad's or mum is getting up and getting the living room ready at ten to five for me to watch the football. Would your parents have done that? No. No? No. No, no but then there weren't into any sports whatsoever. My dad might have done that if it were snooker. Fucking snooker. <laughs> but he wouldn't have done it for football. I don't see snooker being 5am either. You used to get football on proper telly on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, I remember the day. So we'd be sat in the living room having Sunday dinner. Can I put football on? No. Well, can I just see what score is? So you'd switch it over and the score was not... The score would come up every fifteen minutes yeah, in the corner, yes, so, so you yeah, didn't yeah, know what yeah. the score was. Yeah. 
So yes, I, remember when, I remember that change to, to a permanent Yeah, because people, they, they were saying people aren't going to want that because mm. they think they're going to miss some of the game. Mm. And now it's there. You couldn't imagine they're not being... This, if When it comes on for the second half yeah. and the score isn't there immediately, you're like, well, what's going on? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. yeah, you see at the end of the first half, there'll be a big sign. 2-1. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you'll see a clock. I think you can see the clock. Yeah, that was yeah, it. yeah. Not the score. How what is that now when you think about it? Yeah. Well it shows the amount of concentration people have. I'll watch I'll watch something else. Oh it's still one one. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but you had to you had to have the TV on. If you missed it and it had just gone off when you switched it over, it were at least ten minutes. And my dad'd be bristling. When's the score coming on? <laughs> yeah. Because he want a foot well, he's not a footballing man. I showed him the Liverpool I said, Look, we got Gene this for Christmas. And he's like, LFC? Who's LFC? I says, well, think about it, Dad. Who's in the Premier League Who, uh, whose name begins with L? And he, he looked, LFC. Why is he supporting Leicester? I said, Dad, it's LCFC if he's supporting Leicester because it's Leicester City. And he's like, hell. And Gene just jumped in and went, Liverpool! Oh. <laughs> That's a bit of a giveaway, Liverpool. Yeah, but he's just not a footballing man. Mm. No, if you, you, if you don't people. know, you don't know. Yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never, never been to a football game with my dad. Never. And that's sort of like a rite of passage with your dad. Did you ever go to football with your dad? No, no, because he'd already divorced. But I went to the football with my my mother and her lesbian friend. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, women's. Football. No, no. This was in the uh, this was in the old Olympic Stadium in Amsterdam, and it was Ajax versus PSV. And I was I think so I was that, six that years that's old. your El Clasico, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that, that's one of the big ones. Well, final would be the main one, but PSV would definitely be up there. But that was uh, Johan Cruyff was still playing yeah, for yeah. Ajax. That was one of his last years before and he went he, to Barcelona. No, he just quit. That was the end of his oh. career. But I'm so proud that I actually saw Cruyff play a real yeah. match, not a charity gig or. a Oldies versus young'uns or something. Uh, PSV. Now, here's a pop quiz question for you. Who was their top player at PSV? And he went over to the UK later and he coached and he played actually at the same time. And is... Black. Cliver. No way. Hullet. Yes, yes, Hullet. Rude yeah. Hullet. He went Good, to yeah. Newcastle, didn't he? He went to... He were at Chelsea. Chelsea, and yeah. And he, he, he managed Newcastle. I remember he used to... Play and manage at the same time. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. At Newcastle. Because he was no, the one. Chelsea. At Chelsea. But when he went up to Newcastle, he was the one that turned to Alan Shearer and said, you will rot in the reserves. Said it to him and David Batty. And then because Shearer were obviously bigger than Hullet, they said, right, you can fuck off. Hmm. They got rid of Hullet. But wasn't he a bit up his own ass? Oh, he was, he was a complicated character. Yeah. A very, well, but most of those people are. I mean, if you yeah. get to that level of, genius play you're going to be an awkward socialist socialist awkward socialite kind of character I just I just remember that because uh, Gullit married Krauss' daughter did he? I'm pretty sure they, was that Rijkaard? I know it was Rijkaard right. I, I've got to double check this but imagine that imagine that Christmas family <laughs> gathering the, the, the tension I'll cut the token no, I think uh, you'll find it's my turn <laughs> The egos. But talking of that, um, Aguero. 
Oh, Aguero yeah. had a kid with Maradona's daughter, Ben Aguero. And Ben Aguero is a bit of a rising star at Manchester City Academy now. And Ben Aguero's godfather is Messi. So, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure there. But he's had to retire because of his heart, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, that was this week. Yeah, I saw the conference, he broke down in tears. Well, as you would. Arrhythm- that's what I've got. Some of the arrhythmia of his heart is that his heartbeat is a bit fucking off. Yeah, yeah, his. Yeah. yeah. The you, same with mine. You've got a heart? Arrhythmia. Yeah, it's just the No, it's a cold. <laughs> it's a cold, dark space in my chest. It's a cold, I believe that. <laughs> but yeah, I've got the. the cold. You, you get a bit of a. I was taught at the High Hammer Heart Centre, you've got these three things that send electric pulses to your heart and one of them's not working right but still it's not what to worry about you get the odd chest pain every now and again but it's yeah the heart stopped for a half an hour fuck it from Yorkshire yeah I'll I'll ride that out (laughs) I mean the amount of exercise I do um, you know I'm fine but you you could have had me collapsed at the side of a road one day I expect Unless this fucking idiot gets to me with a big butcher's knife at work. Well, we've gone full circle, <laughs> I believe. But yeah, ret- he's had to retire at 33. And uh, that, I think, that goal that will be remembered of is that QPR goal, isn't it? Remember the last game of the season for Man City when they didn't, they'd never, they'd not won the Premier League before. And he oh, got yes, that, of course. That, yeah, yeah. I was in Spain. Well, that's that's a memorable game in itself, I think, for the whole, uh, for history. I were, uh, it was, yeah, it were Manchester, oh, Manchester, Manchester United against Sunderland. They were up at, in Sunderland and then it were Man City against QPR and QPR. Well, they finished earlier. Manchester, Manchester, finished earlier. Manchester United finished earlier and it were 2-2 yeah. at, at, at the Etihad. And uh, Manchester United fans were going yeah yeah, well, yeah. No, and then no. all and then Aguero scored yeah. and the news got back and it was like Ugh. yeah <laughs> this is where it looks and then Ferg is like get get off get off yeah and he got him off and then Aguero's giving it this mm. with his shirt off yeah because it, it, they were saying it's the only time Balotelli has ever passed in the 18 yard box that season <laughs> and he just that was a good goal though oh yeah Keeping you calm at that that last last action of the game. I were in, I were in the Nam. Mid- you were in Nam. No, I were in the middle of Spain in this small small Spanish village, and I were watching it with my mate Joe in his apartment. I had Sophia on my lap because she'd just gone one, and we were watching it, and, I, and we both wanted Man City to win, and it went. They were losing two one, and then it got to two two, and. Uh, they're gonna lose it, and then he came in and scored it. Now there's a there's a thing on YouTube that you can watch about that game, and Sharon's in it. Oh really? Yeah, Sharon's in it because she was saying that the game you were like, well, it's Man City. This is what we do. We fuck it up. So she turned her camera onto the crowd, and she got she was filming and taking photos of the crowd, and they found these people in the crowd. And they've interviewed them for this document. It's a fantastic document. All right, on YouTube. Yeah, I'll take yeah. a look. I'll find it and I'll I'll put a link in on on website. And it's one of the most memorable games yeah. of the decade. 
I mean, there's there's that one where Arsenal had to go to Liverpool and win, but they had to win by two goals. Do you remember eighty nine? It was no, and Mickey Thomas scored right at the end, and they made it two nil, because Hillsborough just happened, so everybody really wanted Liverpool to win. Arsenal, so it were Arsenal and Liverpool for the title, and. Liverpool could lose 1 0, but they couldn't lose 2 0, otherwise Arsenal would win it. Mm. And they fucking won it 2 0 at Anfield. Did you, have, you, have you watched Fever Pitch? No. Mark Strong oh, is in it. Yeah, yeah. With that other fella who were in the King's Speech, Colin Firth. Yeah, I did see that. Well, that's about that game. Oh, is it? Because Colin Firth and Mark Strong are in, are in their flat. And. Um, I mean, Colin Firth just hits the fucking nail on the head about being a football fan. Arsenal are one nil up, and he's he's just he's just pacing behind sofa, going, "I don't think I can take it anymore. I don't think I can take it anymore." They've scored one. Of course, they're going to do this. Of course, they're going to score one. What am I going to do next season? What <laughs> possibly am I going to do? And Mark Strong is just just calm down. <laughs> do you expect him to score the second goal first? Then his girlfriend knocks on the door and he just opens the window without looking and he's just saying, why would you possibly come at this time? Would you please, please, please just fucking fuck off? And he closes the window. And I thought, you have just hit that nail on the head about being a football fan. <laughs> you should re-watch that because it, it's really funny. Yeah. Here's another question for you. In what movie does Mark Strong shoot Colin Firth? In the face. Tinker Tail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right in the face. I can't remember him shooting him in the face, because Gary Oldman's in that film, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Fever Pitch has to be one of your top football films, but what else would you put in there? I don't think they mix very well, because it it's always comes across as quite fake. I've seen some kind of hooligan films. Do you watch that Green Street with Frodo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, well, that's one of them. There's another one, and it just, it did look so... Football Factory with... Oh, that horrible Cockney prick. Yeah. Danny Doyle. Do... Dan, yeah, I know what you mean. I can't, he, he puts on his accent. Danny Dyer. Danny Dyer. He, he puts on his accent as, as thick as he can, just to sound tough or whatever, but it's just... There's one called ID, which is about these two fictitious teams from London, and uh, that's quite good. Oh, uh, Shadwood FC, Shadwood Hill or something. And Wapping. Now, when he goes, when when the Wapping fans go into away stand and kick off, that's Bradford City's ground. I think I do remember that. Uh, that that wasn't bad. Shadwell and Wapping. Shadwell, that was yeah, it. Shadwell. Yeah. I remember the, the train coming into the station and it, lo- it looks like a normal train but as soon as the doors open the entire platform was just full of shouting <laughs> drunk people falling over trying to get <laughs> I thought, oh that's pretty well done that's good oh. yeah yeah but I, I don't know did did you get all that hooliganism in Holland? yeah yeah that was there as well, bad as what we had it? no it was a bit more selected I mean it more arranged, I suppose, but yeah, people died. I mean, I remember the news of someone I accent found they would meet somewhere else because the stadiums were so secure, mm. there, there was no way of them meeting. In fact, they're not allowed to visit each other's ground, they still can't. Really, yeah, the, the way games are no fans allowed, 
because it's so out of control. But so they they would meet at the side of a highway or something, yeah. and someone was killed with a hammer. I remember just kick the shit out of each. Yeah, I were talking to my my the professional footballer that I know. I were talking to her about it, and she she can't believe it. Well, why would you? She it's can't just believe tribal it. crap. But every country has a level of that, except Japan. I just don't see it happening. Does it? Because of the normal, the normal people. Like I'm gonna, I'm, I'm. Talk, did you see the um, the fellow that ran on the pitch at the Chelsea Juve game, the women's game, to take a selfie with? Her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, saw that. And yeah. She shoulder Sam Kerr shoulder barged. Did you send me that? Or I don't someone, think I did. Oh no, I saw the footage. But yeah. she shoulder barged him, and uh, obviously he run off. But she got a yellow card for yeah. that, and yes. he can't be charged. Well, but so it should be. But there's a technicality. If he'd have done that at a man's game, it would have been locked up and charged. But because it's a woman's game, they can't do it. There's a technicality in the law that they won't charge him for it. Well, then that should be changed. Obviously, that loophole's going to be shut. But imagine that. No, but the players should not interfere with yeah. that, and that's a good rule. I've seen I've seen players trip up or, or, or yeah. kick people, fans, but that should be dealt with quickly. Right, that's that's the hour mark. Have you got any more business? No, uh, we started off with one of the worst weather days of the year. It was it was incredibly windy and, and raining, and it was rough as hell outside. I'm glad I was inside. Uh, you were outside on the other I, hand. I was, I was psychic. It was one of those winter rain storms, and I was freezing by the time I got to work. And uh, then it was up just, there with a, a North European. Yeah, it's, shit it's just it's just chill. I mean, we're looking out a Duncan's apartment living room window now onto sunshine and blue sea, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the sea's a bit wild. There's, there's some heavy duty work. But it were it were as flat as a pancake when I went cycled to work this morning yeah. and then coming back that bay around corner the waves are rolling in there like you know, like nobody's business it's only windier <laughs> yeah, anyway, no, but anyway. Every, every morning it is very it's fast panic every morning and then yeah. during the day it does get a bit rough it just, it's a beautiful day now we've got blue sky I'm going to get back out in it right I'll see you when I, I'll see you before Christmas yeah, yeah. we'll do another before Christmas it's because I'm off, you motherfuckers. And we can smell it. Right, I'll see you later.